Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. All right, I'd like to start with something really interesting and this totally falls into that category. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. 30 trillion kilometers away is what they say. Uh, which is about 18 trillion miles or about 3.7 light years, NASA somehow captured a sound. I mean, I, I don't know how they did it. I don't know what was possible for them to do it. But the sound is really eerie. Here, take a listen to what they recorded. I wonder what was happening. And I guess I know that space does make sounds, but, you know, I was just wondering if, like, anybody could ever translate that, if it was actually something. And, of course, like, today it would probably be, we've been trying to reach you about your car's warranty or something like that. And on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls, to, yes, because tech never stops, we've expanded my successful weekend radio show that you can find on over 435 different radio stations throughout the country, but we've expanded it to weekdays. So now it's called Kim Commando Today. And you can get Kim Commando Today on Friday nights here on WLS 890 AM, but you can also get Kim Commando Today as a podcast every single day, Monday through Friday. So wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K, of course. And as always, I'm here to help you with all your tech questions. And our T-Mobile unlimited listener line is now open at one 888 825-5254. And I'd like to thank Epson for helping to make this show possible. Stop wasting time and money and get an Epson EcoTank cartridge-free printer already. You're just going to love it. it. has these big ink tanks and comes with a ridiculous amount of ink, so you can kiss those expensive cartridges goodbye already. The Epson EcoTank, just fill and chill. Visit epson.com slash EcoTankChem. All right, let's get started with five things that you need to know. It's happening right now in the tech world to keep you up to date and Number one, we're going to start with your car because maybe your family's driving an unsafe vehicle. Right now, there are at least 50 million vehicles under a factory recall. And some of these recall issues are dangerous. And you're like thinking like, oh, how would I even know if my car was recalled or what part of it was recalled? And of course, we all know about the airbag recalls. But Fords, Nissans, Hyundais, and Hondas, they were just added to the already long recall list. And you can and should check your vehicle for recalls online. First, you have to get that VIN number. You know where it is. It's on the bottom left, just behind your windshield. Then you want to head over to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's free recall lookup page. I'm going to give it to you, but you can always Google it. It's nhtsa.gov recalls. This is a VIN research tool. It's really powerful, but there's a caveat. It's not going to check cars more than 15 years old. But if your vehicle's on the list, you can go ahead and see what the recall concerns. Now, my word of advice, if it's safety and danger to drivers, you, passengers, the kids, park the car and call the dealer for the next steps. Normally, these recall fixes are free. And I don't know if you know this, but a couple of months ago, Fitbit actually recalled its iconic smartwatch sold between the years of 2017 and 2020 because they said that the battery can dangerously overheat. So if you have one of those, make sure you hit the Fitbit webpage for that. Um, they admitted that uh, this heat it's not what you're after when you're told to feel the burn. All right, coming up, number two on our list is TikTok videos of dad. Okay, you know, we think of TikTok, we think of dance moves, uh, a lot of dog videos, cat videos, random life hacks. 
Well, what's happening on TikTok is that dementia-related hashtags are exploding, nearly 3 billion views. You're like, what? Dementia? Yes. TikTok users are sharing videos of what life is like living with someone suffering from dementia. They say to raise awareness, some to seek advice. But I started watching a few of these. I was thinking about privacy. I mean, is the person agreeing to have their lives blasted all over social media? Do they have the capacity to even make a decision about this? So let me tell you a story. 54-year-old attorney by the name of Dan Salinger has a presence on TikTok, very small at first, but now it's huge. Why? He has one million TikTok followers because he's been posting videos about his 90-year-old father, Ed, who suffers from dementia. Let me tell you, Dan has incredible patience. I watched a video where uh, he was explaining to his father that, you know, dad, we sold your house and you live with me and my brother, Mark. And uh, and then dad's like, so I live here with you? I said, and the guy's like, yeah, you sold your house, dad. You know, you did. You live here with us. You know, it was kind of sweet in a way, but I don't know if if I had dementia, if I want these videos of me on the internet forever, I mean, really, don't exploit me on social media if I don't know what day it is. Number three on our list, some cities and towns will pay you to move there. Since the pandemic lockdown proved that a lot of jobs could be done from home just as well as in the office, employees have been unleashed. They can work anywhere. 45% of full-time workers in the U.S. work remotely, according to Gallup, at least part-time. So now some enterprising city managers and mayors are paying those workers to move their, to their cities and towns, and it's working. Now, according to the Wall Street Journal, so far, 71 local governments are offering new residents grants, get this, up to $12,000 in cash. They're going to give you a free gym membership, free babysitting, and maybe even free office space and free moving, whatever it may be. So they focused about Tulsa, Oklahoma which is like right in the middle of the United States, about far away from New York and Silicon Valley as you can get. They brought in almost 1,400 highly qualified and well-paid new residents to add to its diverse population, they say. And most importantly, yes, to the city tax base. That's right. And they also spotlight a guy by the name of Doug Waltz. He's an Amazon engineer. Uh, he works, makes pretty good money. And he just moved to Greensburg, Indiana, Population, 12,000 people. And he's the only Amazon engineer in a 30-mile radius, what he says. So in his incentive basket, uh, to move to his new home there in Greensburg, Indiana, he got $5,000 from the city, a year free of office space, a gym membership, and free babysitting for his kids who are one and three. So if you are not happy where you're living... And you have an idea where you might want to go. You might want to just see and contact the city department managers to see if there's any incentives for you to actually move to their town. Uh, number four on our list is Netflix is losing gray matter. After losing 1.2 million subscribers in the past nine months, Netflix has gambled money on a very, very expensive production called The Gray Man. So the question, will it save Netflix? Now, I have to tell you, The Gray Man, I took a look at it. It's not a home run. I don't think it's enough for somebody to say, um, honey, let's not cancel Netflix because of the Gray Man movie, or I need to get Netflix because of Gray Man, or reverse, listen to this, the $50 billion drop in stock value. That's some major dinero right there. All right, the Gray Man is a Ryan Gosling spy versus spy series with Gosling starring as this CIA agent that goes rogue, um, has a production budget. These numbers are just astounding to me, aren't they? $200 million. It's one of the most expensive films made by Netflix. 
wonder if why they're losing so much money. Anyway, will it save Netflix? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, first of all, we have too many streaming options and competitors right now. It's not just Netflix anywhere. Number two in our list, it's recession. Prices are going up on, it seems like, just about everything. Inflation. Um, people are making these tough money decisions saying, you know, I can't afford this because I need to buy food or gas or pay electric bill or whatever it is. And finally, you know, Ryan Gosling, he's a great actor. He's a good looking guy, but he's not Tom Cruise. And the gray man is not going to be a top gun. So Netflix is certainly not out of the woods. And I think gray man could just be a little shady. And if you are sharing your Netflix password, I'm going to tell you this too, before we leave Netflix, that they are now going to start, um, charging you for this. So $3 a month if you're going to be sharing your Netflix password. So just make sure that if you are sharing your password that uh, you don't share with anybody outside your household because they're going to be tracking you by the IP address. And finally, number five on our list of things that you need to know. Um, I didn't come up with this phrase. The internet did many years ago. We're calling them glass holes. Yes, they're coming back. You know, every tech company, think about this, has had their share of failures from the Facebook phone, so bad, no one remembers it. The Juicera Juice Maker, a DOA. 3D TV, not quite the home run either. But none has crashed and burned more spectacularly than Google Glass, which amazingly is going to have a comeback. Now, let's go back in time to May of 2014. That was when the first Google Glasses hit the streets, and they were a clunky, unattractive, stamp-sized computer screen attached to a pair of iframes, which didn't have lenses, giving you like this really weird look. Google said that they would sell themselves. Obviously, didn't. Only early adopters have them. Um, Google claims they're going to be testing a new prototype, augmented reality glass, in public next month. And so I'm not really sure what they're going to do. These things won't take photos or videos. They won't recognize faces or secretly tell you all about that person. They're not going to give you turn-by-turn -turn directions either. But they can translate Italian, French, and other languages and menus. Oh, boy. I just can't wait for that. All right, still to come, we're going to be talking about how you can update your browser. You need to, by the way, because there's a zero-day flaw coming up. We have five new places to put your air tags on your next camping trip. We're going to tell you how you can, your phone can be your own meteorologist. And later on, secret ways to read a message without the other person knowing. And we have all of your fantastic phone calls here on Kim Commando Today. Hey, as a listener to Kim Commando today, you get a free guide. That's right, your Windows or Mac guide. Just hand over to commando.com slash free guides. We've got search tricks, keyboard shortcuts, some quick photo editing tips, free downloads, messaging shortcuts, really fabulous. Whether you're using Windows or Mac, we have it right there for you. Head over to commando.com slash free guides. All right, why don't we start with John? Hi there, John. Glad to hear from you today. Hey, Kim. Thanks for having me. I've always enjoyed your insight and uh, appreciate you taking my call. You're a great resource. Oh, thank you, sir. You're kind. Well, I heard you last week talking about Alexa for the elderly. Correct. And it jogged my memory to uh, something that happened at our home. Oh, I guess it's been last year. We had, let's call friend group one here who did not know anybody in friend group two. Okay. And Alexa was sitting on our counter. <laughs> Excuse me. And we mentioned a member of friend group two in a discussion. And the next day on uh, 
Friend Group 1's Facebook, it says, do you know this member of Friend Group 2? Okay. And it just struck me as odd. <laughs> yes, the only conclusion we could draw is that it was Alexa. Well, I don't think it was Alexa. I think it was Facebook. Because Facebook, anytime you have Facebook open and you're automatically logged in, Facebook is tracking everything. They're tracking uh, where where you are, lo- physically located, uh, who you're with, um, and they probably have their Facebook app open because nobody logs in and out of Facebook. They just keep it open. So anytime you're logged in, it's not that Facebook only tracks what you do on Facebook. It tracks every single thing that you do because you've given permission to do that because you're leaving the app open. And I know it sounds it's it's very creepy, isn't it? It's like, ooh, how did it's that extremely happen? Extremely creepy. Yes. So I would bet dime to donuts, a hundred percent, that that guess in somebody that this guy or person in in friend group one had his uh, Facebook logged in. So did somebody in group two, and when. It got to Facebook's tracking algorithms. They say, oh, one must know two, but they're not friends yet. So I bet you a one would want to be a friend with two. And so let's make that easy for one to become a friend with two. And that's how Facebook operates. And so be true for just simply the, let's call it an iPhone, for just the iPhone being present with, I guess, Facebook open. Facebook and on, running, logged in, running in the background, on, on the app, on the website, it doesn't matter. So, for example, I'm not involved in any social media at all except on the few occasions that I personally use LinkedIn. Okay. That's me personally. Now, my wife, she occasionally uses LinkedIn, I mean, excuse me, Facebook, the, the the members of friend group one, I think they occasionally do Facebook. So if they had Facebook running on their iPhone and iPhone, their iPhone just happened to be sitting on the counter or near, Correct. Right. Is, is the situation where the iPhone hears. Is, is no, no, ear, doesn't, ear, doesn't, doesn't it, it, for Facebook. No, it, Wes, it doesn't have to hear anything. It's all done by location tracking because your iPhone knows exactly where you're located down to less than three, three meters. And right. so, so, these, so these friends who weren't friends, Facebook's computer said, oh, look, both of them are at 123 Main Street in Houston, Texas. So they no, must no, want to uh, know each other. No, the, these people weren't anywhere near one another. I mean, they were in the same county. But you said that they were at my house, but but friend group two was was in was five hundred miles away. Oh, for some reason, I guess I'm sorry, Uh, John. I misunderstood you. I thought you were saying that both friend group one and two were in your home, and you were wondering how they got to each other. Okay, no, well, they're still home and mentions a member of friend group two who happens to be five hundred miles away. That could still be Facebook. Facebook says that they're not listening. They 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 have sworn up and down, left and right, that they're not listening. Okay, I don't believe them. 
And here's the reason why. Because Facebook may not be listening, but there could have been an app, a game, something that somebody had on their phone, okay, that mentioned the friend in group two, and that they heard that, and then Facebook bought that data from that company. So so Facebook can say, we're not listening, okay, because they're not. The third-party app is listening, and then Facebook is getting that data from them. So it's kind of this whole shade of gray. You get my drift here? So so it's I wouldn't put it on Alexa at all. I would put it on something that is going on within these phones, something that the app is doing, something that is listening. That's why you hear me from time to time say, listen, you have to go through your phone, go through your privacy settings, and see which app because nobody reads the terms and conditions. Nobody does when you install an app. You just say, oh, yeah, okay, I'm sure, agree, you know, whatever that legal stuff says. But that's why you have to go through your apps and say, okay, which apps did I give access to my camera? Which apps are tracking my location? Which apps are turning on my microphone? And I bet you you'll be surprised how many apps you've already given permission to do on that phone because you haven't read the terms and conditions. Now, if you need help figuring out how to go through your apps and turn off the notifications and the privacy settings, and or rather get notifications when things are used, not turn them off, uh, we have all that information over at the website, commando.com. Just, uh, just search for apps using my mic, and then that tip should certainly pop up in that search box. Hey, uh, John, thank you so much for your call. All right. We all know that we can have video calls using FaceTime, Messenger, or WhatsApp, but there's so much more. There are two clever apps that can bring friends and family together that I use that I think you're really going to enjoy too. Because how'd you like to play games with your friends and family over a video chat? Well, there's an app called Bunch that has, well, you know, a bunch of games. Uh, a lot of fun things. You can draw silly pictures with your friends and guess what they're drawing, kind of like Pictionary. You can race with friends on Mars. Of course, why not on Mars? Uh, play trivia. You can shoot pool with up to eight friends. So fun. The app, again, is called Bunch. Uh, next is an app called Marco Polo. This is really great to leave video messages for a particular person or group because, let's just face it, not everyone's available all the time for a video call. But get this, you can have, have up to 200 people in a group. There are voice filters, other fun things. Now, Marco Polo is free unless you want additional features, which you don't really need. Again, that's Bunch and Marco Polo. Stay right where you are. I have a zero-day exploiting to tell you about here on Kim Commando today. You don't want to miss. In just a few moments, I've got a great tip. Five new places to put your Apple AirTags on your next camping trip. You're going to love that. Um, also, we're going to talk a little bit how you can use your phone as a meteorologist. And then later on, you know, somebody sends you a text message, but you don't want them to know that you read it. Well, there are some sneaky ways to read a message without the other person knowing. But before we get to all of that and your great phone calls, let's talk about your browser. I mean, keeping your devices and software up to date, it's critical. You have to do that. Now, Apple's iOS 16 is going to launch later on this in the year. In the interim, Apple is still adding these incremental updates to its current OS, which we're now at iOS 15.6. And this new update, wow, fixes whopping 37 security flaws. But there's a new one out, a zero-day vulnerability that was patched for Chrome and Edge and then also with Apple. So regardless of your browser, you just need to update. 
Now, a zero-day exploit is where we don't have a fix for it and the hackers are using it. This particular one can cause your apps to crash and open the door for hackers to get into your computer, steal your data, and make a whole bunch of havoc. So whatever browser that you're using, just make sure that you update it um, and do it today. Let's see, who's up next? Hello there, Vincent. How are you? Glad to have you with us. Hey, Kim. Thanks for taking my call. You betcha. What's going on? Well, you know, I bought this piece of property in Guam, and it's a nice ocean view property, one acre with a slope, probably about 15 degree uh, slope. Okay. And I want to build my dream home. Oh, how fabulous. And yeah. Guam is so beautiful. I'm looking for, Guam is beautiful. It's a wonderful tropical island. And I bought a software maybe 10 years ago, and it was so expensive and so not user-friendly. So I ended up not using it at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for a more current user-friendly software for home and landscape design on a sloping property. So when do you want to build this house? Uh, I got a lot of time, maybe a couple of years. Awesome. Okay, good for you. So, all right, so you tried 10 years ago. Now you're ready. You're like, okay, now I'm starting to get serious with it, right? <laughs> okay. Right, right, <laughs> all right. right. Um, you know, I'm building a house right now, and it's a huge process. Whatever, I'm just going to tell you right now, whatever you have budgeted, just add like 25%. I mean, just, it just, just add that off the top, um, especially now because of the lumber uh, prices have increased. Some of the prices of lumber have increased 800%, Vincent. Wow. 800%. Wow. I mean, a two by four has increased by 300% because of the whole pandemic, supply, demand. So hopefully all that will be over by the time that you go to build your house. <laughs> um, the program that, that my architect is using, and you do need to be an architect, you can try it. It's absolutely free. It's called SketchUp. And it's a full... Um, program that can do the inside, the outside of the house. It allows you to zoom into rooms and it's uh, there's some tutorials and it'll probably take you 10 years to figure it out. So we probably don't have that kind of time, right? <laughs> right, right. So there's um, a program. Let me tell you about a few and both of them have free trials. And what I think is easy might not be easy to you. So I want to, that's why I like to give you just a few options. All right. Um, okay. One is called Smart Draw. And because of my New Jersey accent, I really made a conscious effort not to say draw. Okay, smart draw. Uh, that's D-R-A-W. And the other one that I think, now that I'm talking to you, that might even be better than that, it's called Planner 5D. Um, it allows you to put almost like, it has templates and it has things like, I mean, so here, here we're going to put the kitchen sink so you don't have to measure anything out. Yeah, here's going to be a dishwasher. Here's where the front door is going to be. Uh, a 15-degree slope, yeah, that's significant. Um, and that's something that what I would recommend is that you come up with your basic design. And then, okay. of course, you're going to have to have this approved in Guam uh, for right. building and get the building permits and all that other good stuff. 
is that I would, if I were you, I would come up with the design. Nobody wants, nobody should be their own architect. You've seen those houses in the neighborhood. You know what I'm talking about, where you drive by and you're like, they, they thought they could save money by being their own architect, right? And you're like, that doesn't even <laughs> look remotely any good. But what you can do is, is go to them, go to, the, go to an architect in Guam and say, this is, these are, this is kind of my concept. This is what I like. I want a great room. I want to have a workout room. It doesn't need to be big. I want to make sure that I have a view of the ocean from the kitchen and from the great room. Uh, I'm gonna, right. you know, I'd like to put a, a little pool here. It doesn't have to be a massive pool because I don't want to have to put, you know, take care of all that type of maintenance. Um, and so you, so the bottom line is you start putting things together. Like in my house, it was really important for me to have a two bedroom guest house for my mother. So her and possibly one day for a caregiver, right? So, so, yeah. you, so you start putting these things into a design that, that are important to you and maybe do just a basic layout. And then you contract with an architect in Guam who knows how to get everything through the city because that's gonna be a whole nother issue in the county rather to, to make sure that it all adheres to the, conforms that, the conformities that they want in their particular environment, municipality and good stuff like that. I'll post some links over in the Q&A forum and Vincent will send them out to you directly. And hey, what a great dream that is. And thanks for calling. You may have heard me talk about that on building a house in Phoenix. And the architect for this home actually uses SketchUp. It's a very, very powerful program. And so even if you're thinking about doing a remodel around your house, or maybe you want to build your own dream home, uh, SketchUp is fabulous. It's free. It's from Google. It's got a lot of support online, a lot of tutorials, and uh, it's just a fantastic program. It has a, a lot of things you can do with it. All right, let's go ahead and do a great tip. And this week it's brought to you by Dr. Marty's Pet Food. See, here's the deal. When you're feeding your dog, chances are, even if it's premium or organic dog food, it contains 50 to 64% processed zero byproducts and doesn't have a lot of nutritional value. For 45 plus years, Dr. Marty Goldstein has been a pioneer in pet nutrition. Nature's Blend is a premium freeze-dried raw dog food made in North America. Nature's Blend is a premium freeze-dried raw dog food made in North America. And get this, 81% of the food is made from real cuts of real raw turkey, raw beef, raw salmon, raw organ meats, and the rest is omega-3 rich seeds, superfood veggies, and also fruits. Now, my dog Abby, my golden retriever, used to be a picky eater. Now she just devours her food, and she's no longer scratching like crazy. Thank you, Dr. Marty, for that. If your dog is picky, just try it. They offer a hassle-free, full refund within 90 days of purchase if your dog doesn't love it. And for a limited time, save 50% off of your first order, plus get a free bag of Dr. Marty's best-selling dog treats. Go to drmartypets.com slash Kim. That's D-R-M-A-R-T-Y pets.com slash Kim or text Kim to 511-511 or text Kim to 511-511. Text fees may apply. You may receive up to one additional text. Text stop to opt out. All right. In this tip, I know you're going camping and you're thinking to yourself, uh, Apple AirTags, take them on my next camping trip. Apple AirTags, they are phenomenal. You can just put them on just about anything. Your wallet, your purse, your laptop, your key ring, your TV remote. I have one on my bike. I have one on my dog. And there are a lot of security issues with them. And if you are trying to track if somebody put an AirTag on you, we've got a lot of tips on the website for that. But there are ways for AirTags to have you to let you have a better camping experience. And so let's set up with, number one, where did we camp? So you're out there. You're wondering, you know, you're going to be going on a hike. Uh, what you can do is put an AirTag in your tent and then use the Find My app to get directions back. 
So what you do is you mark your air tag as lost to be notified when you get close. We have the steps on how to do that. Now, obviously, this is gonna, isn't going to work if you're miles away from your uh, miles and miles away from your tent. There's no cell coverage or anything like that, and you do need some type of network connection to make it work. I'm not talking about internet. I'm talking about just basic Wi-Fi, but it's a good idea. Number two is put one on your dog. That's right. And there are special little attachments that you can buy on Amazon that can just slide onto your dog's collar. You could use them to keep track of the kids. Just drop them right into their pants pockets, and then you know exactly where the kids are running around on the campground. Uh, speaking of your backpack, throw one in your backpack. And unless you camped in an RV, number five, you probably drove to your campsite. And then maybe you're like, how do we find our way back to the car? Well, super easy. That's right, super easy if you put an air tag in it. And so in case you're looking for some links to this, we've got the steps on how to mark that air tag as lost so you can find your way back. Uh, just head over to the website, commando.com, of course, with a K. And then just search for Apple AirTags Camping, and I'm sure that great tip is going to pop up for you. All right, still to come, we've got more of your phone calls, of course, and we're going to be talking about how your phone can warn you if it's about to rain or snow. I know it's not going to snow this time of year, but it can also give you an idea of where the heat index is and where the maps are going and what the forecasts are. A lot easier. Uh, just a reminder, you can catch the Kim Commando Show here Saturday and Sunday nights, all three hours on WLS. Or you can listen online at WLSAM.com. And if you're not already getting our free Commando Show newsletters, totally missing out, head over to commando.com slash newsletters and sign up now. We've got uh, Windows, Apple, Android, small business, breaking news, and good things like that. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, back to the phones we go with David. David, thanks for your call today. Uh, hello, Kim. Welcome. Glad to have you with us. How can I help you out? What do you want to talk about? Well, uh, it seems like we're always getting into a political season, and I'm not going to uh, cross the various divides, but when you start getting lots of political emails, and there, it seems that uh, your email address, if you're on one, gets shared between many senders and organizations of similar political orientation. Right. And the, the bad part is that even if you unsubscribe from a particular sender, you remain on the list for all the others. So the senders proliferate automatically, but you can only eliminate them piecemeal. And uh, my question is maybe for Congress, but <laughs> what to do? Well, that's a tough call, especially now because there's a pilot program, pilot program going on, pardon me, with Google right now that they're saying, you know what, we're going to try to let the political emails through. They're no longer going to be marked as spam. So we're going to deliver that right to your inbox. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a tough call because, you know, sometimes you might want to hear from your constituents, but other times you're like, I don't want anything to do with you. And you're, if you do opt out, they're pretty good about opting you out. But at this point, the only thing you can do, David, is set up some custom filters. What that means is that whatever email program that you're using, you can set up a filter that says if the subject contains ballot, vote, participate, uh, whatever it may be, uh, you can even put your district into the bottom of the email, is that that email is going to go into a new folder that you're going to create called political stuff. Yeah. And and barring that, there's really not a lot you can do other than if you sign up for something, you know, with Google, you can just say, 
you know, David is a great guy at gmail.com. And then you say David is a great guy plus political stuff. And because Google will ignore anything after the plus sign. So it's a good way to just to create a, a really quick, handy, disposable email address. But, you know, unsubscribing from these mails normally does work. But as the season does heat up, and it does seem like we're always in some political season, you're absolutely right there, uh, that setting up some custom filters is really the only way to start getting some control of these things. Now, if you want, uh, check out commando.com because we just wrote a whole tip about how to deal with political spam and just search where political spam and I'm sure it'll pop up right for you. And thanks for your call. Let's see. Um, Josh. Hi there, Josh. Glad to have you with us. Hi, Kim. I had a question for you. Um, okay. My parents normally every once in a while need some computer problems and instead of wanting to drive to their house, um, they have an Android phone. I have an iPhone. I was wondering what would be a good, somewhat safe third-party app to FaceTime because I know there's a lot of simple problems I could talk them through if I could just see the computer screen. So I was hoping to get your uh, expertise on which app to use. I'm going to do one better for you, Josh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because there's nothing more frustrating to say, go to start go to the control panel, <laughs> go right. to settings. And they're like, what? What did Josh yeah, exactly. say? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I would, I would rather um, go take, go swimming in the coldest pool in the entire world than have to do that. It's just, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just something that's like, and so it's so much easier when you know to do it. And I'm guilty of this too. It's like, I'll just say, you know, just give it to me and I'll fix it. And, right. Yeah. And I'll tell you, never, ever do that again. Okay. So what, what we're going to do is we're going to take FaceTime out of the whole picture. All right. Okay. So, so you're not going to have to say, here, let me, let me see what you see. <laughs> okay. Right. And, and I know you didn't do anything, but okay, <laughs> it's just not happening. Um, is that you're going to use a remote control software that will allow you to get onto their PC and okay. you're going to fix the you're going to fix the problem and then you're going to say mom and dad it's all done okay and then okay. there's no and if they if they want to see what you've done they can actually watch the screen so you can say listen you can be on the phone with them just watch the screen and i'm going to walk you through how to do set up a new printer or how you can see why it didn't print or here's how you do two factor authentication or set up a set up your preferences whatever it may be you know, find the cursor. Okay. okay. So, um, so the program that, that I recommend for that is called Team Viewer. And so you're going to uh, put it, they're going to put it, you're, all they have to do is just download a little package and they just have okay. to run it. And then you'll be able to just remote in, fix everything, and everybody's going to be happy. <laughs> and we're not going to get frustrated trying to do this. And your parents won't get frustrated. You won't get frustrated. And so when you go over, you'll be like, oh, hi, how are you guys? So glad to see you. And they'll be like, oh, Josh, you're so cool. Thank you for helping us out the other day. And you're like, oh, hugs and kisses because we're no longer stressed trying to fix stuff. We're just going to be able to remote right in. Once again, the name of that program is called TeamViewer. You can find it at TeamViewer.com. Josh, thanks for your call. Let's talk about your phone for just a second. You have your own meteorologist right on your phone to get weather forecasts, detailed maps, and you'll never be surprised by rain again. That's right. If you have an iPhone, the weather app got a major overhaul. You got daily and 10-day forecasts now, high and low temperatures, 
Uh, look at closely at the temperature reading and you'll see a white dot. That dot tells you the current temperature. In the left-hand corner, there's a folded piece of paper. Tap that for a pretty detailed weather map. And you can also track the weather on multiple occasions, which is now super handy. Uh, you do have to lo have location services turned on, but you can set up alerts for when rain or snow is about to start or stop. Now, if you're on Android, you don't have those features, I'm sorry, in the built-in Google app, but you can get a third-party app. And if you're looking for those type of weather features, you want to check out AccuWeather as a great app uh, in the Google Play Store. All right, still to come, I have some sneaky ways that you can read a text message without the other person knowing here on Kim Commando today. All right, so you received a text message, and for whatever the reason, you don't want the person who sent the message to know that you've actually read it. Okay, your first option is to enable notifications on your phone. This way, when a message comes in, you'll see the entire message on your phone's home screen, or just enough of the message to know what it's really about without actually having to open the message. Another trick is when you see that a message has arrived, but you don't want the person to know that you've read it, you can do two things. Number one, immediately put your phone in airplane mode. And two, turn off Wi-Fi. This cuts off the internet totally from your phone. So you can still look at the message, but there's no way for a read receipt to ever be sent. And whatever messaging app that you're using, just make sure that the option called read receipts is off so that this way the other person doesn't get that receipt that you actually read it and has a timestamp on it. Hey, thanks for listening and thanks for joining. And as always, don't forget, for more tech tips and secrets, head over to commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. One more thing, make sure that you sign up for our free tech newsletters delivered right to your inbox. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe now while you're thinking about it. Once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. And thanks for listening. I appreciate you.